Hello everyone and welcome back guys to episode 5 of Jamie and I's Motorsport, the unnamed Motorsport podcast as we're dubbing it. Yes, we've changed it from the unnamed F1 podcast to Motorsport. Maybe, just maybe. I think I think Jamie and I got plans to talk about NASCAR uh, over the next few weeks uh, with this series. Uh, but yeah, heading though obviously out of the Imola Grand Prix last weekend. Obviously if you missed out on last week's podcast, our thoughts and feelings uh, towards that Grand Prix, we would definitely, definitely recommend uh, you go back and check it out. But of course, looking towards the future uh, this time around, ready for the Portimao Grand Prix this weekend. Again, I'm sure if any of you are on Twitter, obviously if you want to go follow us, our ads are just below in the video. But yeah, obviously, if you've been on Twitter today, I'm sure you'll have already seen about 6,000 Seek memes and all that. And it's just, it's a painful place to be on a Monday morning before a Grand Prix. But we have got a few things to get through over the course of today. But first of all, Jamie, how you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. It's good. Um, I'm not sure about the NASCAR, but maybe. You never know. <laughs> Actually, I say that. Talladega was a good race yesterday. I'll give him credit. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I know you so. don't. <laughs> but yeah, no. So we got we got a few things to dive into, first of all. So I'm going to run in chronological order then, Jamie. I'm going to go against the script that we've sort of, sort of designed ready for this. And I'm going to go straight in then. The first major news, which we completely forgot to talk about in the Imola GP review, of course, is the announcement of Miami. Yes, F1, Bernie Eccleston's wet dream to get a Grand Prix in a second Grand Prix in the US, actually in a city. Not quite New York, like I think he would have wanted, but we are getting a race in Miami. Mixed emotions so far. We've all seen the track map. We've all seen some hot laps online. What are your thoughts? I think it's okay. I think um, having a second track in the USA is definitely something of priority, more so than like a track in Saudi Arabia or a track in name other country with bad human rights record but is it yeah the US I think is so it, great well the US is amazing yeah obviously <laughs> but um <laughs> I think the track could be better but it's given that it's in a city I think they've done an okay job of making it look quite good um my main criticism of it was that it pretty much looks like a cut and paste job from every other circuit he's ever designed a Herman Tilke and like yeah it's we've Herman seen a lot Hill? of his sorts Herman Herman Tilke you know I'm really yes. good at the German accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tilke. Tilke, yeah. If I think if you if you take any complex of corners from the new Miami track, you can pretty much pinpoint a previous Tilke track that that corner is from. It's <laughs> basically. So yeah. It'll be a, it'll be an alright race. It'll be a really good weekend, I'm sure. And the drivers will love it. I think Hamilton said about wanting to go to Miami for years. So. Yeah, basically Hamilton and Ricardo just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Hamilton even decides to race next year. Oh, I think he will. Definitely. Yeah, probably. That, that's a whole other podcast. Now that Miami. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's a whole other podcast down the line. Sorry, I, I am looking... I've got the track map up on the side as to why I'm not looking at the camera uh, very much at the start. But yeah, I think, again, like everyone sort of said, it's just a tilt drone at the end of the day. Someone else needs to be given a chance to design a Formula 1 circuit. I beg. At some point, please... Let someone else who just wants to do something a bit different with it. Because, yeah, like you said, it can pretty much just be copied from other tracks on the Formula 1 calendar. And pretty much all of them have been created by Tilk himself as well. Um, yeah, looking at it, though, I mean, I've watched some Assetto Corsa laps online. And it sometimes doesn't give the best description of it. I know, for example, when all the Baku hot laps came out in, what was it, 2015, 2016, ready for the Grand Prix? Everyone sort of hated that track before it got on the calendar, and then since then it's actually provided some bangers <laughs> of races. But again, we shall wait and see, I think, won't we? 
Yeah, and I think it'll be a decent race. It looks a lot more open than I think the the Hanoi track that we had on F1, the F1 game this year was a lot worse than this track. So if if it's just a direct replacement for that, it can't really get much worse. So I think it'll be all right. And the fact it's going around the stadium is pretty cool as well. So it'll be like a in F1 calendars you need like you need variation. And I think this is a good it's a good place to have a variation. Yeah, yeah. I think hopefully. I mean, I'm looking at the track Obviously, you've got a couple of big straightaways there. Neither of them into... Well, I mean, the second one is sort of into a fairly tight braking zone. But I still worry it there's might be a really, little There's bit two good open. opportunities. Yeah, there's two decent opportunities there. I don't and maybe turn one as well, you it. could say. Uh, possibly, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Senna S, in all honesty. So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, uh, there'll be there'll be some overtaking opportunities there as well. Then. But of course, okay, it, we'll wait and see as to what Miami is going to be like. Uh, when we get there in Formula 1. Of course, obviously, they're trying to chase the money. They're still desperate to try and break into this US market. I think everyone's still got their own opinions on whether that's for better or for worse, but I think if anyone's going to be able to do it, it's definitely going to be Liberty Media rather than Bernie Eccleston. Yeah, he's just getting into the US market by putting some sprinklers on the side of the track. So Exactly, yeah. Or, or his little 30 Just having a six-car race, you never know. Exactly, yeah, that worked out so well for him, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah. As well. But yeah, again, hopefully we'll see this track deliver. I sort of look at a couple of places like what really you could say sort of turn five, turn six, that little S section. Yep. And you're just there like why? Couldn't that just be a straight or a Well it's because he wants to make zone? a technical corner. So you take look at that, that's straight out of China, straight out of Malaysia. Those two like every corner on this track you can pinpoint where it's yeah, from almost why <laughs> like surely like all i'm thinking is i'm looking at that section of the track and thinking that could have been like a flat out left into quite a tight hairpin or a lot or that long flowing uh right hand left hander even out onto the back yeah. straight yeah like the um the second last corner at sepang in malaysia It'd yeah be quite like that yeah exactly but then Something that would have enough corners so you can't be. destroy a circle and be like, right, there's my track. Yeah, it would be better than it is now, I reckon. Again, we, we say all this, we don't know. <laughs> Miami might no. provide the greatest racing in the world. It could be an absolute worldly of a track. And again, we'll have to wait. What they, I think they've said it's going to be next May, 18 did months? they say? Oh, was it May? I thought it was, I thought it was May. I don't think they're putting it next to Dakota. I think they're trying to put it near Canada. Probably should have looked that up, really, before. Yeah, but... we, we, we should have done. Uh, yeah, At again, some point we... in 2022. Yeah, exactly. It's in 2022, so we're going to have to wait a while anyway uh, for it to jump onto the calendar. But yeah, again, it's nice to see another Formula 1 track, but unless, of course, we lose a couple from this year, I mean, we're probably going to lose Portimao, aren't we? I know Imola are talking about trying to get a contracts extension as well, when we know a bit more information about that. Obviously, I'm sure we'll discuss that at a later date as well. But Mm. yeah, I think F1 is very much at the limit of how many Formula 1 tracks they can put on a calendar. Whether we're going to have to start seeing maybe a bit of a rotation with it and things like that, who who knows? I think that'd be really good. Just have like the key ones, that, the traditional ones that everyone wants to see every year. Yeah. And then rotate some of the ones in and out. Sort of like we had this and last year, really. Because of This the is what I was thinking. I had it's an idea. It's going to be hasn't it? Yeah, I had an idea Don't today. Hear you, you do not want to hear this. So, <laughs> obviously, we've got all the FIA grade one listed circuits around the world. Obviously, most of them on the Formula 1 calendar anyway. Obviously, the big thing generally is budget constraints. I reckon... Now, there's no way they're ever going to do this because there's just far too much money involved. They should give one of those tracks that isn't on the calendar, like, one race in, like, every five years or something. They've all got to, like, prove why they deserve that race. 
and they can obviously then do it for a really cheap rate. F1 give them like a huge discount on it. I know all the other venues are going to hate it and things like that. That's why it's never going to happen. There, there's so many grade one listed circuits though. It'd take you about 30 years to get through them all. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But like, for example, Fiorano was never going to do it. No. But, but you've so, got stuff like, um, what's it, Young Am in Korea. Yeah. Like Sepanga probably want to exactly. like, Some of them just don't want to come back. <laughs> well, no, it's not that some of them don't want to come back. It's the fact that they can't profit. That's why you give them like one race at a massively slashed rate. Loads of people come, and then they think actually we might be able to do this again, and then go bankrupt in five years. Yeah, and it's gonna be great. A three-year trip to India every year. Exactly, it it's gonna be great. <laughs> this, is, this is my master plan. I, I think we've gone slightly off topic there, haven't we? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Anyway, we'll bring it back in then. On to the second point of today then, and that is George Russell. We, we spoke about this last weekend, the crash at the Grand Prix between him and Valtteri Bottas. Obviously, he wasn't happy. I thought it was brilliant. George Russell was apparently <laughs> told it wasn't brilliant, and he's, he's come out and apologised. Are we particularly yeah, he's surprised? he's got a bit of a slap on the wrist, hasn't he? Yes. No, not surprised at all. No. I think it upset Mercedes a lot more than he thought it would, I think, because obviously Mercedes have been working with Bottas for, what, three, four years? No, five right, years. Four years now. Five years, wow. Yeah. How has he scabbed a living in that team for five it's years? It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, they know that he's not a he's not a malicious driver. He wouldn't just weave, weave on someone. Cause oh, yeah, I don't think anyone was saying that unless they no. were Twitter. But that's, a, that's sort of what Russell was in like implying, was that if it was any other driver, Bottas wouldn't have swerved. But Yeah, yeah, yeah that comment it's, I was it's a very. Off. It wasn't a very clever move, I don't think, when Mercedes themselves are very very keen on like honesty and integrity i think yeah. that yeah maybe it wasn't best to say that bottas weaved on russell to cause a crash and you can tell that he's yeah got a bit of a slap on the wrist from toa wolf this uh this week so i'm sure we'll learn from it and obviously i think he's admitted now that it's it was partially his fault at least i can't actually remember what he said but yeah it, he'll learn from it and get better i'm sure but. Exactly, and at the end of the day, even if it's just something you learn for PR sake, and I'm sure his opinion hasn't changed one bit deep down, mm. he's probably still thinking that I could like seeing that Bottas swipe to him. I think was wrong. Seeing that Bottas might have defended a little bit harder from him than a lot of other drivers, maybe still has some truth to it uh, in my mind. But again, Mercedes are never going to admit that. They don't want anyone admitting that, especially one of their own. If it was like yeah. Charles Leclerc came out and said that, you think fair enough. Mercedes can't really do, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with it being George Russell, sort of a bit of a slap back into place, you know, get back in your Williams car for another year, um, and we'll, we'll talk later. every week, and then yeah, exactly, exactly. I just want to see him get that mug seat again. That'll be another podcast for another day. Who really deserves that seat for next year? I think we both know who it's going to be. It's going to be a three-second podcast, uh, but we're looking forward to it <laughs> uh, nonetheless. Then, but yeah, George Russell though has finally sort of. I think, yeah, he, he came out sort of all guns blazing and is, yeah, very much just sort of been slapped back into place after the weekend. Now, biggest news before we head to Portimao this weekend. Rumour has it, and it's pretty much confirmed, we're getting sprint races this year. This one is interesting. Jamie, what are your thoughts? What are initial thoughts on sprint racing? I think it's a bit novelty, but I don't think it's going to be make out that much difference really like i think they've said it's 100 kilometer races which i think is a third of the normal length yes, is it yeah. a quarter of the normal length? one third race no, distance one third so we oh, saw just effectively like i just don't see the point really because you got the qualifying still normal so you got a friday qualifying session for the sprint race and then 
you do a, a third of a race distance, everyone stays in the same order, and you go into Sunday in the same order. Like, very rarely do you see um, that much difference between quality pace and race pace, unless someone completely messes up their quality. So, yeah, I don't see it making that much difference. It's a bit of fun. Like, I'm sure that there is three tracks. I think they're doing at Silverstone, uh, Monza, and Interlagos, yes, which are yeah. all quite good tracks for overtaking. So, I guess, and if it's raining, for instance, that'd be quite fun. Um, if it's like dry on the Friday and wet on the Saturday and then dry on the Sunday, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But if it's the same conditions all weekend and the same car pace, then not much is going to change really, other than getting good and bad starts and whatnot. But it'll be fun. I'm planning on going to Silverstone, so I'm looking forward to seeing it in person. Um, yeah. Don't think yeah. much will change though, really. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where like you you want to believe. Like, I've, I've just been, obviously you talked about that. I've just been building up in my head. Imagine Silverstone qualifying fairly normal we get hamilton on pole verstappen p2 we get to saturday's race and it starts raining 10 minutes in and it's just carnage you get a grid that's all over the place verstappen and hamilton p12 and p15 because they crash into each other at turn three and then have to recover over the course of the weekend now there are a couple of points available Uh, you get three points if you win the sprint race and then two for second and one for third again that it it sort of feels like they really want to try this, but they also but they're being so tentative about it. Aren't it? They? Yeah, <laughs> like if they wanted to like go they for it, they could say they could say like, all right, everyone qualifies one to twenty. We reverse the top ten, go for a sprint race. Winners get this how many points? They yeah, could proper go for it if they wanted to. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, they could proper go for it if they wanted to. But you could just tell they're really nervous about upsetting people because yeah. it's you can take take away the the prestige of the sport if you start messing around with qualifying order and stuff, but. I don't know. I kind of... It seems almost too little... Like, there's so much, so little at stake in a sprint race because it, it's going to be the same order, really. And it's like three points, which is barely more than you get for a fastest lap. Yeah. So, you know, it, it'll be fine, but it won't actually catch on, I don't think. Yeah, and again, uh, this is what I can't... I'm trying to just read through the article. It doesn't mention anywhere about tyre changes. Well, there probably won't be one. The F2 well, races, this is what I was wondering. the same set. Yeah, but... 35%, what, Silverstone, that's going to be, well, 30%, isn't it, 33 Um, That's going to be, what, 20-odd laps at Silverstone? So, no, less. Yeah, about 20 laps. Just about under 20, 17, about 17, yeah. in it? 17, 18 laps. About 23 of Interlagos, and then about 17, 18 of uh, Monza, innit? Yeah. So Monza, you definitely won't need to pit. But, for example, I don't think you need to pit. is he going to change the strategy up at Silverstone? <clears> you say that, remember last year? Are we going to see... Are we going to I, have I to see more the... cars qualifying on soft tyres, perhaps, for the Saturday race? And what are the rules then for tyres and things? I have no idea. I'd, we, I'd we, assume Yeah. I'd assume that you qualify on the tyres you want to start the proper race on. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Saturday sprint race is just do it's what just you fresh want to start on anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that kind of kills it a bit, I suppose. That'd be yeah. great if you had to qualify and then go on to your tyres for Saturday. And then... You either everyone, pit, everyone has to have to you either pit during the race Sunday. and take fresh rubber for the start of Sunday's race, or you stay out there, try and bang the That would be stupid. Yeah, great. <laughs> what, three points for ruining your strategy for Sunday? Well done. Exactly, yeah. That's what I mean. Even yeah, then you're right at the front. I can tell why you're not on the, the technical directives team you, on FIA. I can tell because I haven't applied yet. I'm going to apply now. <laughs> It's going to be great. Well, that I, idea, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to yeah, reinvent Formula the... 1. Exactly. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm going to do it, Jamie. terrible. 
but yeah, no. So hopefully, obviously, we'll get more details about that. And things like that, obviously, of course, over the next few weeks. But, I mean, looking at the positives, hopefully we'll get more action from three tracks that generally provide good racing. Um, yep. Although I say that, Monza, oh, then I think everyone forgets Monza was pretty much a snooze fest last year. Apart from the fact, obviously, Shut the group up. got mixed up. No, it was. Come on. <laughs> it wasn't As It a, wasn't a great race, was it? I will wave my Gasly flag and make you three be quiet. <laughs> yeah, but there was no overtaking. <laughs> Yeah, but it was intense. That's what it was. It was the intense. overtaking wasn't too easy. Yeah, like, but science was, no... was catching and catching. Four yeah. more laps and science had the win. Yeah. Well, no, because he couldn't so get that's close what, enough. That's... He got he stuck could. behind he was him. Clo- it was closing the whole time and only Jamie, got the Have you only remembered that from my? Uh, not my driver. What's it called? Did drive to survive? No. Because it, it wasn't quite like, like that, that in the real Grand Prix. It didn't, though. Not nah, quite like that, did it? On. He got, he got within fair. the one second mark and then couldn't get any closer for like the last five laps. To be fair, while the race was happening, my heart rate was like 150. So I'm sure it was. I'm much. sure it was. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it was a brilliant race at Italy. So do you think then, with so few points available, they should have tried to gamble it a bit more and said top 10 reverse if there's like three points for the win? Problem is, you get old drivers and Lewis Hamilton complained then that it ruins the integrity because someone qualifying, like the fastest qualifier, would then potentially start 10th for the sprint race and then just get taken out potentially and not be on pole for the actual race. And that Why wouldn't they be fair. on pole for the actual race? But you do qualifying, no. top 10 reversed, and then normal no. top 10 for the, for the main race. Oh, okay. So, no, so you want on like yeah. F2? Yeah. Yeah, that maybe would make more sense. I'd like that. But then... I don't know, you get... <laughs> so if that happens at every track, just tracks like Monaco and other tracks you can't pass out, like Zandvoort and stuff, you're just going to get drivers aiming for 10th and getting into Q3 and not going out for a lap. Yeah. If they're not going to be on pole. People do that anyway. Not really. Not <laughs> as much anymore. But they still do it sometimes if they've used too many sets of tyres and things. No, you get an extra set of softs for Q3 now, so everyone goes out oh, yeah. at least one. I don't know anymore. I just want this to you work, and I just do. don't think it will. <laughs> I'm just angry no and old, and I don't like the way F1's <laughs> changing, yeah. Um, it, so neither of us have much faith in it, then, to, to round out. I mean, I think it'll be okay, but it's not going to make it's not going to revolutionise F1 and make it amazing, but, you know. Yeah, but it'll be fun to anyway. see, won't it? <laughs> so yeah. let's say, then, hypothetically, we get these three races this year, do you think we're going to see sprint races next year? Yes or no? 2022. Uh, no. no. <laughs> in a word. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah. I think... Well, the only way sort of... I could think that could change is if one of the races is absolutely absolute banger. absolute worldly, but yeah. I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I mean, you've got potential there. Like I said, if you get like some interesting conditions, like say, for example, yeah, it starts bucking it down with anything. three laps to go and you just hang out there on a set of softs or something. Yeah, just to just try and off a dear life. for the next... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be just long enough where you can... Like, say for, everyone has to start on softs, but it's Some not driver, easy like to Sergio finish. Perez can do it easy on a zero stop. Yeah. And everyone else has got to stop. Other and drivers Perez struggle. Just wins every sprint race. Exactly. That's nine <laughs> points on the board, which is basically as many yeah. as he scored for Red Bull anyway. More, so that's far. as many as Albon got last season, really. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I hope we never end up in any sort of position or power in Formula yeah. 1. This it's, podcast it's not great, mess. is it? I apologise if you made it this far. <laughs> it is not, it, it's not been our finest one so far. I think we can, I think we can agree. Let's let's go on to our final piece of news then. Looking towards Portimao this weekend. 
An interesting Grand Prix last year. This is what we need from these sprint races. We need the first few laps of Portimao last year. For those of you yeah. guys that remember, obviously, you got McLaren's tearing to the front of the field. Raikkonen making up about 64 what, million 16 places. 16 to 6, I think. He went in a lap or something. Yeah, it was a 17 it was to 6, mad. I think. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. pure Raikkonen, wasn't it? And then just went backwards yeah. like Alfa Romeo did every week. I don't think he actually got points last year in Portimao. No, he didn't. Which is pretty impressive, really. No, but no, he didn't. I think they got that, points but Again, like that the first one, seven that laps... The first laps of Portimao last year was purely due to the weather. and the, Yeah, exactly. That's what you need no for the sprint race. Up. Yeah. Just Bernie's sprinkler idea isn't that bad. Just bring him in for the sprint races. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go back to that now. We can't seem to get rid of it. Right, but, Portimao, it was good. It's a good track. I really enjoy watching onboards and everything. So Yes, yeah. A proper I look forward to playing it on the F1 game in 2022. Good, good. Um, I mean, you can play it on Project House so... already. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I want to do as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. The options there if you want to. Um, But yeah, so qualifying top three predictions, Jamie. I think we said this last week, didn't we? I can't remember what I said. Oh, we did just the race. I know, I know, I put Leclerc on a podium. Yeah, you put. I think you went Um, Max Hamilton Leclerc podium. Yeah. So in quali, I'll go uh, Max Hamilton Perez. Why not? Yeah. Perez. Perez. Fair enough. Uh, well, I got it right last... No, I didn't get it right last week, did I? I got Perez and Verstappen the wrong way around. I yeah. am going to go Max Lewis Lando. In qualifying? In qualifying. Fair. McLaren looks very good, actually. McLaren I was so convinced strong. it was on pole last week. But um, hey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was really close. Again, this is he I really want to see McLaren <laughs> battle at the front. They need to. Mm. We need McLaren at the front, I beg. It just, yeah. I mean, it goes to show how good their chassis is now. The fact they can ne- nearly match Mercedes. Yeah. They they have finally, <laughs> finally get, got some. What was it? What year was it when they were Honda powered and Alonso always said they're the best chassis? Yeah, and then in Monaco they qualified right? like 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So cars that we think are going to be strong then for Portugal? Like better well, than they have been? It's fairly fairly similar to Imola, really, isn't it? That's difficult to say. Is it? Um it's a lot higher speed. I mean, last yeah, year, no, I think. It's not, yeah, it, no, I suppose. It's, it's not ridiculous. It's quite different. similar. It's more um, of a... I'm trying to think of a track like it, to be honest. Spain is quite like it, but more No, flat. Spain's slower. Yeah, I don't those, know. But anyway, uh, yeah. I don't think it'll be that much different, really. So you've got Red Bull, Mercedes, comfortably yep. the top two. I think yep. it'll be very similar paced again. Um, I expect... McLaren, Ferrari, AlphaTauri to be very close. Again. Are we finally going to see a good weekend races. from Gasly? So Shut far, up. both we no, he's no, been, that's, no, that's really not stick good. towards Gasly. That's not stick towards <laughs> Gasly. I mean, I just mean obviously nah, round is. one. Trying to annoy me. He made, no, I'm I generally I'm not. I was thinking about this earlier on. I thought Gasly could have had probably what about 13, 14 points now if things went his way. But obviously Bahrain, that. he went into the back of Ricardo. You can't deny yeah. that he did. And then obviously Imola, he got. Screwed by the team because they kind of yeah. forgot they had he two generally, cars in the race. He would have been right in that, right in that. Yeah, exactly. That That's what I mean. Yeah. So that, that genuinely wasn't a dick, a Gasly. I just meant, nah. is he actually going to get a weekend where things run smoothly? I, I hope so. Uh, I don't know what the weather's looking like for Portimao, but I think it's looking hopefully. like it's going to be changeable conditions again. It'll probably be start spitting at turn one, and the the AlphaTauri will pit in for wets again. But um, yeah, I think they'll be very close. It's pretty much like Ferraris, McLarens, and then Gasly just chilling the. 
midfield, and then everyone else is just sort of awful. Um, yeah. One thing I've noticed, one thing I saw actually during the week. Um, obviously, we haven't had any hate on Sebastian Vettel yet this podcast, so I thought I'd better fix that. Oh God! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that he he hasn't got into Q three since fifteen times the, in a row. Yeah, I saw yeah, the, that. The first the first race at Silverstone last year, yeah, which was what round three. Was it round no round four? Round I think, four last, last yeah. year. Yeah, because so, you had Austria, Austria, Hungary, and uh, Silvo. Yeah. So you're so just getting your Seb year. slandering before we finish. Yeah, and I don't think nice. that's going to change because the Aston Martin looks pretty trash in quality trim. And he's not. So, no, well, Stroll's got into Q3. I suppose Stroll got into Q3, didn't he? But Stroll got, seems so much more once. comfortable with it. And yeah, Stroll's better at qualifying. Yeah, in the race anyway. Stroll's a good qualifier. So, mm. Like that can't be taken away but, from him. Which is weird because a couple of years ago he barely got a Q1 and just made up six places every turn, every lap one, didn't he? Mm. But you know what? He grows as a driver. He got pole last year, so we we respect Stroll exactly. a little bit. In 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 this house, we love Lance Stroll. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, we're, yeah, we're proud sure. to announce this this podcast is actually sponsored by Lawrence Stroll Corporation. <laughs> I can't remember I which wish. company he actually owns. <laughs> he's he's yeah, bankrolled sure. us one point three million a week, so we're we're loving life. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, I've had a look at the weather for Portugal. It's wet on Friday. And then Great. it's dry all weekend. <laughs> Bring us a sprint race. We want quality on Friday. Exactly. Huzzah. That'd be great. Imagine that. We keep going back to sprint races, but they show up to a weekend on Thursday, and then the FIA just go around going, yeah, we're having a sprint race tomorrow morning. We're a sprint race here. Be ready. <laughs> Here's $500,000. Exactly, yeah. Get your cars on the track. It's going to be a great one. Now, all what they need yeah. to do is like they used to do back in the late 80s and early 90s is like make a race in road cars. Like the, I think there was footage of at Nürburgring. They were racing like Mercedes 190Es or something against each other. It was great. Cause they should do that at some care. point. Get all the drivers to bring their company cars to a track. Oh, imagine race the them. poor sight of Renault or Alpine. <laughs> In like a Twizy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great actually, idea. Why are we should actually on this? This is an idea for a podcast. No, well, no we need to do this on a set of Corsa. <laughs> Oh great! That sounds like a great podcast. Company cars, <laughs> yeah. No company cars, yeah. Well, Honda Civic Type R's. Um, I mean, what's McLaren it? Otmar Sav now. He's got a Ferrari, <laughs> doesn't he? Uh, yeah, and he's got Dale Earnhardt's NASCAR. Nice. Um, he's got. He's going to let Ricardo drive it if he gets a podium. I saw. What Otmar? No. Oh no, I'm thinking of the McLaren one. Zach yeah, Brown. Zach Brown. <laughs> yeah, they're the same person. They really are. They really One's just are. American. Fair enough. Where is Otmar from, actually? I think he's British. You say that like he could be. You can literally tell me he's from anywhere, and I believe you. He, he's oh, Romanian. Romanian. Wow. <laughs> that again. That I believe you. Yeah. Google's told me he's Romanian, so I'm taking it. But I mean, this podcast has gone off the rails this it's, week. Yeah, it's quite a bit mental, hasn't it? <laughs> it's it's not been. It, I mean, it's been fun. We usually but... chat before a podcast, and this has just turned into one of those. Where this has just turned into our, our pre-podcast <laughs> chat. Yeah. So I mean, we'll be back with a real podcast, obviously after the Portimao weekend. Obviously, let us know your predictions down below. Like we said, I'm predicting Hamilton, Verstappen. Perez top three, if I remember correctly. You're going Verstappen, Hamilton, Leclerc Verstappen, top Hamilton, three. Verstappen, Hamilton, Leclerc. Yeah, your Charles, top three let's go. for the weekend. Um, but yeah, 
Let us know, like we said, your predictions. And hopefully we'll be back with a little bit more structure next time. Like we said, we don't really know what we're doing with this still. We're just having a bit of fun with it. Uh, but yeah, you thank you all. It. It's fine. Well, I'm sure you did. If you made it this far, I'd hope so. I'd rather someone not be here now than 30 minutes <laughs> in going, this is awful. The hell this am I rubbish. watching? Yeah, why am exactly. I here? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Jimmy, anything to add before we sign off? Don't think so. Don't think so. That's about everything. Wonderful. Thank you all so much for watching, and we'll be back next week reviewing the Portuguese Grand Prix.